following is a paid program. The views expressed are not necessarily those of the management or ownership of Score North, KSTP AM 1500. The following is a presentation of financial crisis recovery. Foreclosure, short sales, bankruptcy, credit card debt, job loss, depreciating home values, money management. Peace of mind when it comes to your finances seems completely out of reach under current conditions, but there is a way to achieve it. For the next 60 minutes, you're going to find out how to cover your assets. Cover your assets. Now, here's nationally renowned speaker and expert on getting you on the path to financial strength, Todd Rooker. That's right, everybody. Expert. You hear that? <laughs> Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm going to talk about something uh, this morning that uh, was brought up and uh, discussed in detail yesterday with one of my clients. Uh, this is a topic that I think a lot of people encounter, have questions, there's confusion, complexity, apparently. Uh, and I'm going to try to dispel some of those myths and give you a sense of how things work on the other side of the table and really give you uh, a, a clear understanding of life insurance and how to purchase it from somebody who's not trying to sell it to you, but but someone who was involved in the industry for many, many years. And I understand from a, as a financial advisor, uh, I understand how the companies work. I understand how the consumers think. And I think having a, a, an understanding of the contrast or dichotomy between those two opposing goals, sometimes, not always, but sometimes opposing goals, uh, will give you a better sense of what you want, what you need, and uh, how to make the best decision, which is what I uh, that's what I'm paid to do. That's what I'm, what I serve to do. I am a billable guy and, uh, you know, 300 bucks an hour to give people advice. And in this case, on a product that is, is going to be paid for most likely for decades. So if you ever, if you're considering getting married or you have already been married or, or gotten married, a lot of guys, I'll speak from a guy's perspective, spend a lot of money, you know, learning about, uh, gems, uh, specifically wedding rings. And we put a lot of effort into it because we're making a so-called big investment. Now, I think we can argue whether or not uh, buying a, an engagement ring is an investment, but we'll leave that alone for now. Main point is most people take the time to educate themselves. And what I'm trying to say is I'm going to try to educate you right here and uh, give you some great information to help you make some some good decisions. So if you're at home, if you're at the office, Grab yourself a pen and paper and sit down and listen because I really believe the hour that I'm going to get, uh, put forth here is going to be well worth your time. Now, that said, I'm going to try to put a lot into this one hour. So you might have to listen to the podcast after the fact uh, to be able to take the notes that you want to take because we may blow through some of this pretty quickly and you might not have time to take adequate notes. Uh, nevertheless, I'm going to try to cover some of the finer points and uh, give you uh, what I gave my clients yesterday. Now, as I've said, we, we spent three hours together yesterday, and certainly we covered an enormity of information, not just life insurance. We covered a lot of things. 
And when I do budgeting uh, or money management, as I, as I call it, controlled spending, it gives me an opportunity as I go through every category that people spend money on to educate them on each one of those categories so that they can make the best decisions as it relates to their overall expenses that they spend money on every single month, life insurance, car insurance, disability insurance. That's one of those topics that we cover. And by the way, today's topic is how to purchase life insurance, but I'm going to tell you that much of what I'm going to talk about is certainly applicable or, or applicable to disability insurance as well, although disability insurance is significantly more expensive than life insurance, and that is because the probability of you becoming disabled over dying is a much higher possibility, and consequently the cost is much higher. So it is ironic that a lot of people have uh, life insurance, but very few of them as a percentage have disability insurance. And part of the reason for that is because for most of them, they perceive it to be unaffordable and they're just hoping and praying that those things don't happen. And I'm, I'm just going to tell you, a good financial plan doesn't base on you making the best decisions. Too many people have this belief that if they are really smart and they make all the right decisions, then nothing bad will ever happen. And I'm certainly not going to argue that making good decisions can help you avert what might otherwise be catastrophes in a lot of cases. But look, guys, there's stuff that's going to happen that you have virtually no control over. And when and if it does, you don't want to be caught like the deer in the headlights and have no idea what to do. You should have planned for those contingencies. And that's why I always say plan for the worst. And for most people, that's pretty hard to do because they just can't bring themselves to think that way. It's it's hard. It's hurtful. They would just rather not think about it, you know, kind of like the engine making noise. So I turn the radio up and I don't want to hear it, you know, uh, but you really should. And life insurance and disability insurance and car insurance and all those things, uh, that's that's what that means, thinking about those things. And remember that that life insurance and car insurance and all these things oftentimes are are tools uh, for asset protection, which is a topic for a whole nother show, quite frankly. Uh, but uh, that is uh, that is what life insurance is, and that's what all insurances are. And uh, so let's roll into it right from the beginning. So what is life insurance? What is it for? what what why would I why would I want it or need it in the first place? Well, it's money that is needed to replace, the work or the income that a person represents to a business or a household. So if you provide an income stream uh, and you want to think of maybe the old uh, life insurance story where uh, if you have a machine in the garage and that machine generates income every single month, you got this machine running nonstop out in the garage and every month it's bringing in money for you. Well, is that kind of what you could be to your family or to your business or your business partner uh, or to your maybe not just spouse, but maybe just partner, just your, your, your live in partner? Um, if it is, then would you want to insure it? That's, that's the question. And you know, the, the standard metrics that are used by people who are in the industry. And so, you know, when you think about, you know, career life insurance agents, which by the way, really, uh, you know, years ago when I first got started in the business, which is a long time ago, um, 
those there were there were more I, I think at least seemingly more career agents uh career life insurance agents today most often they're financial advisors and uh truth be told most of the companies that are predominantly life insurance companies have ventured into the investment advisory world and the truth of the matter is and this is one you want to remember the truth of the matter is they know that that's more palatable to most people. And so the investment side of financial planning for a life insurance company is nothing more than building and solidifying a relationship so that from a horizontal marketing strategy, they can sell permanent life insurance. And it's not always that way. Don't misunderstand. And it's unique and individualized depending on who you're talking to and who that advisor is and who that company is and who they represent, where they make their money. But that's out there. And if you tell me that a financial advisor is making the, the, the lion's share of their income from the commissions of permanent life insurance, I really don't care how much money they're earning or or how many licenses they have, Series 6, Series 7, and they sell all, all investment products because I already know that if that's the case, they are predominantly, primarily focused on selling permanent life insurance. That is to say, investment life insurance. So we're going to be getting into all of that. Nevertheless, why do I need life insurance? It is because I'm trying to replace an income or the work that somebody does in the household. Now, remember that there's a lot of times that a person may not bring income into the household, but if you had to replace what they do, you would need income to do that. You know, I was fortunate uh, in that my wife and I have have two children or ha- ha- had two uh, young children, now are grown in their 30s. And my dear sweet wife was good enough to stay home and do an incredible job raising those children during their formative years. Now, why is that important to bring this up now? Because it gave me the capacity to work from what I like to refer to as can till can't. And that was till I can't work anymore because I'm either so tired or nobody's going to answer the phone or talk to me anymore. So in a business like financial planning, just know that if you're looking to work eight hours a day, you might as well just quit right now. Because if you're going to make it, you're going to get up in the morning, not at not at noon. You're going to get up early in the morning like everybody else, but you're not going to be finished working until eight, nine o'clock, 10 o'clock at night. And that is the reality of it, at least in the beginning years. Well, it's pretty hard to do that unless somebody else is handling those obligations, like doing a good job of rearing those children and providing them with the emotional and, and all other types of support that they need. And I had great confidence in my wife doing that. But if it were not for that, how would I have been able to work a job that, that type and make that kind of an income? Well, I couldn't have. And so if I would have had to take care of the children and be in the same profession that I was, I wouldn't have been able to work those hours and I wouldn't have been able to earn that money and I wouldn't have been able to provide that type of a lifestyle. And so if I had lost my wife along the way, which by the way, some of you know the story. My wife had stage four cancer and I almost did lose her. If I had the amount of money that I would have needed to dedicate towards having someone in my household take care of my children would have been an extraordinarily large amount of money throughout the time that they were young until they got 
uh, into college. So that's a lot of money. So just because a person isn't generating an income in your household, don't think that that person doesn't have a number attached to them in terms of replacing that income and don't think that it's a minor issue because it's not. It's significant. And moreover, add to the equation that you no longer will be able to earn or work in the same way possibly because of that fact. So these are all considerations when you consider what life insurance is for, which is to replace the income that you represent to the household and or the work that you represent to the household. And that could also be equated to all the things that I did for my wife above and beyond earning money. I mean, I'll just tell you, this this last weekend, like every weekend, my wife is a driver and she has lists. And, you know, I, you know, we, 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 we uh, got a hundred bags of, of mulch just to refresh the mulch around our house. We do that every single year. Well, who do you think picks up that mulch? Who do you think carries that mulch and unloads it? Who do you think does all that stuff? Who do you think digs the hole? Who do you think puts in the, 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 the keystone block and digs the base material and all the things that I do? Now, I love these things. Don't misunderstand, but it's a ton of work. And if you have to pay somebody else to do this stuff, I, I grew up on a farm. I know I'm a mechanical guy. So when things go wrong with a car, I'm capable of doing a lot of work. Well, if not for that, she'd pay people to do that. So it's not just the income that I bring into the household that might need to be replaced with life insurance, but it's also all the things, activities, and things that I do on a regular basis that if not for me, she might, not necessarily, maybe she's more mechanically inclined than I am. But she might need to pay someone else. So these are the considerations you wanna, you wanna think about. Now, I don't buy into the whole, here's your first note, metric that you should take a person's gross income, you know, 60,000, 80,000, 100,000, 200,000, and times that by 20, and that's pretty much the number you need for life insurance. I'm gonna tell you, first of all, that's way too broad. Uh, and maybe if that's just something to immerse you into it so that you don't get shocked when you get hit with what the, what the rep- recommendation is, maybe I understand it. Meaning that you might think you need, need a hundred or two hundred and the life insurance agent comes back with two million or ten million. Okay. And, and they have to, uh, they have to, uh, acclimate you to that number <laughs> so you're not blown over by it. But the reality is that's a really broad thing, 10 to 20 times gross income. And we're going to talk a little more about why or how we come about that. So remember when when we purchase life insurance, we are purchasing life insurance units. Units. That is a term used for $1,000 of life insurance. So $100,000 of life insurance would really represent 100 units. That's how it's referred. So to replace a person's income, you're replacing their take-home pay, not their pre-tax dollar amount. You're generally, generally speaking, replacing their after-tax, maybe also after withholding. You might have health insurance, but you might not have life insurance coming out of the check. You might not have 401k coming out of the check. So you have to consider what the actual income is that you're replacing, not simply a gross income. And I understand most people would just rather not know. Just tell me what I need. Uh, 
I hate that. I mean, and if you're like that, then you're not going to enjoy this show because I, I, I can't do things that way. And my job is to educate people to make better decisions and know what's behind the numbers. So that's really what we're trying to do. And so it doesn't, to me, uh, it, it's, it smacks as a generalization that I don't like. And that is, you know, here's the gross income and you need 20 times. Uh-uh. You're really replacing an income that comes into the household to make payments and, and cover financial obligations. Now, having said that, God forbid you overspend on insurance. I, I, you know, I hear people say, well, the last thing I want to do is to be overspending on life insurance. Listen, that's a dumb statement. So I'm not in that business anymore. And when people would say that to me when I was in that business, I'm just going to tell you, I'd like, I would like to, you know, smack them one, but I didn't do that. I had to smile and agree with them. And I, and I think you're as full of crap today as I did then. Look, if you love your family and the, and the people you support, then you give it everything you have every day. And if something happens to you and you love and care for these people, you want them to be better off if you're gone, not worse. You don't want them to be struggling and miserable and missing you because their life sucks because you're gone. All right. It's bad enough that the emotional stuff is there is, is going to, is not going to be there anymore, but let's try to replace the income. And if you give them more, that's not going to be a travesty. Meaning if, if they have a better life financially because you, you passed away, it won't be the worst thing in the world, will it? So this notion of the worst thing you can do is to overspend on life insurance from a guy who's not trying to sell you life insurance, just so you know that is not a horrible thing. All right. And you know, I, I'll just use this adage. I'd always rather be overdressed than underdressed. If I've got to apologize to somebody for my, for my inappropriate dress, I'd rather that I, I, I apologize for being overdressed than underdressed. Would you agree with that? And so when it comes to buying insurance, I'd always rather have more than I need than not enough that I need, that I need. So that's a, that's a simple concept in my mind. Um, so so the question really becomes, what amount of insurance do you need and what are you trying to replace? What is the amount of income that you cannot do without? What is that number? What is it? Uh, and how much in dollars and cents do you need to make payments uh, to replace that income? You know, what will it cost to pay someone else to do the work that they do? So, you know, if you do a comprehensive budget, and this is something that I'm an advocate of, and I, I, I hesitate to call it a budget, but I know so many people listening, you know what, what, what I'm talking about. If I call it a controlled spending plan, you're perplexed. I'm saying take everything into account. And that's the holidays. That's the, 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 the activities. That's everything that you do one full year in advance. Not just simply the static numbers like utilities and gasoline and food. I mean everything that encompasses what you consider to be a reasonable lifestyle and see if your budget, if your income take home pay, consistent take home pay will even support that. Because I'm going to tell you for most people, it won't. Uh, but see if it does. And then as you do that, consider what is the income level that you bring into the household each month? Maybe you are a dual income household. Maybe you're a single income household. What is that take home pay? 
and what other things maybe that come out of your check above and beyond that take-home pay, like health insurance, what will you need? What will your household need in terms of income to replace your income? You know, what what are they going to need? And so, you know, if my spouse and I each make $4,000 a month in take-home pay, well, that's $8,000. So if I consider that I need $4,000 to replace my income and $4,000 to replace my wife's income, I might also consider some of the activities that I'll have to pay that that person will do. And then I come about a number. Now, what does it take to replace that number? Well, we're, we're going to talk about that, but here's the primary point. There has to be an insurable need. There has to be a reason in the first place. I don't buy into this. You need to purchase life insurance, even though you have no reason to buy it because you want to guarantee insurable interest. <laughs> what, what does that mean? means that when you need it, you can't qualify for it. That's what it means. And so you should buy it now while you're young and healthy because you know what? When you need it, you won't be able to get it. Uh, I'm not sure I buy into that. So let me put it this way. If you have legitimate health concerns in your family, there's a family history. You know, every every male in the family has died before the age of 50 or everybody by the age of 40 has diabetes or 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 whatever. Maybe, maybe then you want to purchase life insurance before you need it. But for the most part, unless you have an insurable need, and again, I'll say bills and expenses that could not be paid without you, and that means that you would have a family, a mortgage, a business partner who would be left without your income or your contribution, and because of that, they would fail. So let's say I'm single, don't have any kids, but you made the mistake that Todd Rooker told you not to do, and you bought a house together. Both people's names are on the financial obligation that is specifically the note. You both are guarantors of the repayment of that debt. So this house that you share together, whether it's, uh, whether it's you two as a couple or you two who just bought a house as partners and you're young, if something were to happen to one of you and the other person doesn't want to bring in roommates and the other person can't make the payments without you, well, then there's an insurable need because I need your income to be able to make these payments. And if these payments don't get made, I'm going to lose the house. My credit's going to go to crap and I'm going to be screwed. Now, if if something happens to you and you pass away prematurely, I may sell the house, but I'm going to need a chunk of money to make those payments while I'm selling that house. And so that justifies why someone would need life insurance on one person and the other on the other, vice versa. That is an insurable need. If we have a child, we're raising that child together. And both of our incomes are required to support that child, to put food on the table, to to pay for swimming lessons, for all the things that will be required in this trajectory of age zero to say age 18, 19, and then even on to college, if you, uh, if you please to pay for college. Well, if one person's income goes away, 
that's going to really create a problem to try to give that child the lifestyle that you might want or expect them to be able to have. And so that represents an insurable need. If I'm a partner in a business and my contribution, my performance day by day in that business that is frankly not rewarded in dollars for what it's worth because I am invested in this business. I'm an owner and I don't get paid nearly what I actually bring to the equation. But if something should happen to me, this business will not succeed and my partner will not be able to go on and my partner and I both want to be able to do that. So we agree that we need a funded buy-sell agreement possibly because we want to pay off the partner. Remember, if I've got a partner who has a wife and family, hey, something happens to me. I don't want to be in business with their spouse. Um, no offense, but they don't know anything about the business. I don't want to be in business with them. So I want an agreement, and this is the most important. People often have buy-sell agreements that are funded with life insurance, but then don't have the freaking agreement. Ugh. So if I'm gonna if I'm gonna do that, we're gonna have a contract, an agreement drawn up by a good attorney who's going to call, who, who, whom we are going to agree to one another that our spouses are obligated, and they're gonna sign too, to accept the amount we set aside in payment of that portion of life insurance that now that now transfers the business for that payment and now I own it completely and I paid off my partner's family now remember without an agreement maybe today we determine that the business is worth a half a million dollars and we take out a quarter of a million dollars on each one of us for 50% ownership of the business but 5 years down the road the business is now worth a million dollars and I give the half million dollars because I don't have an agreement to my former partner's spouse who says, yeah, I appreciate 250000 but that's not going to get it done. I want a half a million dollars or more, and I don't want to be out of the business. And the next thing you know, I'm partners with my, with my partner's spouse. So I need a funded agreement with life insurance or real dollars because you can use regular money or you can use life insurance, which is discounted dollars. We'll talk about that on the other side of the break. Uh, but either way, I need an agreement that upon death, they will accept that number. So that's uh, a, a buy-sell agreement and or a, a business continuation agreement, business succession plan. So those are some of the reasons that I would need life insurance. Let's take a break. We'll come back on the other side of the break, and we'll talk about the different types of of life insurance and how to fund that most efficiently and that is cost effectively we will be right back great waters financial specializes in helping you retire comfortably when it comes to seeking retirement guidance you don't need a salesman you need an ally great waters financial doesn't have a hidden agenda their professionals at great waters financial focus on what matters your financial peace start planning for your future now and make your money work for you great waters financial is the official financial planning service of cover your assets for more information call 612-360-2127 or go to greatwatersfinancial.com Commercial real estate. If you're looking to lease, purchase, or sell commercial real estate, working with the right team is everything. Metro East Commercial Real Estate is the name to know. John and Ann Whitcomb, along with their team, have over 35 years' experience. They have the knowledge and skill to represent and guide you every step of the way. Whether you're a seasoned professional real estate investor, a business owner, or possibly would just like to learn and gain knowledge to get involved in commercial real estate investing, Metro East Commercial Real Estate should be your first call. 
You can find them on the web by going to metroecre.com. That's M-E-T-R-O-E-A-S-T-C-R-E.com. Or by calling them at 651-351-5005. Again, that number, 651-351-5005. Fix Auto has been the collision repair leader in the Twin Cities for over 40 years. Hi, I'm Matt Feehan, second-generation owner. Our mission at Fix Auto is to provide you with the simplest collision repair experience anywhere. If you're in an accident and you need help, my team is here and ready for you. You can find us on the web at fixautousa.com. That's fixautousa.com. We are Fix Auto, home of the WOW experience. Hello, I'd like to talk with you about financial coaching. Traditional financial planners help you make decisions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds with money you already have. That's great, but who helps you accumulate more money in the first place? Who helps you make day-by-day life decisions? Who isn't trying to sell you something? Like, should I go back to school? Am I wasting money on insurance? How to purchase and finance a car, boat, home, lake cabin, or investment property? How to start, manage, and sell a business? It's about making minor errors that become colossal mistakes and cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. The problem is that you're so busy pursuing your career that you're forced to make critical financial decisions that have a dramatic long-term effect on your finances without adequate research or information. Rooker Financial Coaching is like having a personal CFO for every decision. Don't waste time lamenting the bad decisions of the past or money that's run through your fingertips. Stop procrastinating. Call Rooker Financial Coaching, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. Call me today, Todd Rooker, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company and now you want to leave but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard. And in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. He can lift a bus straight over his head. He can fly around the world in seconds. And he has the power to regenerate entire limbs. Okay, so Jason Walgrave isn't actually a superhero. But once you visit his website to find out what he knows about real estate, you may start to think he's superhuman. That's because at JasonWalgrave.com, you'll find absolutely anything you need to know about real estate in the Twin Cities. Whether you're looking to buy or sell your home, check out JasonWalgrave.com, the number one place for all your real estate questions. What are the first three letters in the word SMART? SMA. And SMA Exteriors and Restoration has made SMART affordable since 1994. As an LP Smart Side Master Level Siding Installer, a GAF Master Elite Roofing Installer, and as an expert in installing windows made in Minnesota, made for Minnesota, you're guaranteed to make the SMART choice. Call today for your free estimate. 877-SMA-TODAY. Or go online to SMA2DAY.com. Finding a good banker and CPA are like having a good doctor or mechanic. You cannot fully appreciate the value they represent until you're in a pinch and truly need them. 
However, that's not the time to go looking for one. Instead, you want to position and strategize well in advance for a favorable outcome. CPA Arliss Cleveland of Arliss Cleveland LTD is the CPA firm you've been looking for. As many of you already know, if you're looking for a great CPA, Arliss Cleveland gets my highest endorsement. Arliss Cleveland LTD has now formed a strategic relationship with Village Bank, conveniently located in the Village Bank building, located at 9298 Central Avenue North, Suite 412 Blaine, Minnesota. You can also find Arliss Cleveland LTD certified public accountants and consultants by going to accountingoffices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. That contact information again, accounting-offices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, hopefully, you're taking notes uh, on this. Uh, I haven't gotten into the specific details yet too much, actually. There are a few, uh, but there's going to be more coming right now. So uh, a question that you might be asking is, why does anybody need to pay you that uh, billable hourly time to uh, explain this stuff to them? Is that not obvious? Because the person whom they're talking to is trying to sell them something. It's ironic that so many people get their so-called unbiased advice from salespeople because it's cheap and they don't have to pay anything because they're cheap, right? And the idea of paying someone to get this, you know, when they can just go on the internet and read all the blogs by all the people who are selling the stuff. I mean, I guess that doesn't even occur to people. So if you want unbiased information, then you have to pay for it if you want an expert. And you have to be talking to somebody who isn't selling it. I mean, because their context, the way they think, is askew simply because, look, that's the business they're in. And as much as they try to be unbiased, frankly, they're not capable of it because they're in the business. You know, and I'm not begrudging those people. I was in the business. And I say things today that I would have never said when I was in the business. And I didn't even know that. It took me, frankly, several years to figure out that I actually had the latitude and the luxury of being completely unbiased. Because in the day when I used those those investments, those mutual funds, those annuities, life insurance in this case, to put food on my table, I really didn't have the luxury to be unbiased because, you know what, doggone it, I got to eat. My family needs money. And I'm surrounded by other people who think the same way, who all speak the same language. It's only now that I'm outside of it, after many years, that I can truly give you the straight stuff without any concern whether you like it or not. You know, you pay me the money, and I don't care if you like what I have to say. I get to tell you the truth one way or the other, whether you like it or not. Well, that's not an easy thing to do, but that's what people pay me for. And that's why I have these conversations with people. So... We've already determined, I hope you understand, that if you don't have an insurable need, you probably don't need life insurance. That's really the point that I'm trying to make. And I'm not a big advocate of, of buy it early because you're, you're, you want to guarantee that you have insurability after something else happens in your life. Because for most people, statistically, that's really not required. But if you are a person who clings to security and things scare you to death, well, then, you know, I guess it's okay. But then you don't even have a financial metric to use to determine how much you need. You just want it, right? So I, I don't like that prospect. Nevertheless, um, so there's two types of life insurance. 
So we established the fact that if you have an insurable need, then you have a need for some number, some amount. But now we're going to talk about the types of life insurance, which will relate to uh, how long you need it. How long do you need it? So, so think about term as being a specified amount of time that I need it versus forever, whenever I die. So if you think about it in this way, you can you can uh, earmark term uh, life insurance as being a what if something happens between now and 10 years or now in 20 years or now in 30 years versus a policy that is permanent, often with an investment component to it, known as cash value, universal life, variable universal life, where there's an investment component that goes to an index fund or goes to mutual funds that you get to pick or just has a static number. Uh, that's an investment component, often, often a part of permanent life insurance. And those types of contracts are not for what if something happens for 20 years or 30 years or 10 years, but whenever it happens, I'm going to need this. And that is a real topic of conversation. And here's why. Because term insurance is much less profitable than permanent insurance. And ironically, the majority of the policies still that are written are permanent policies or some variation on a permanent policy as opposed to a straight up term insurance policy. Now, those of you who are thrifty, of course, you want term. And the reason you want term is because you're cheap and the less it costs, the better. But ironically, most of you don't even know why that is, which again, back to the educational piece, that's frustrating to me. So why do I need life insurance in the first place? And how do I determine the length of time that I need it? Well, let's refer to something we call in the industry dime, D-I-M-E. That relates to the reasons for life insurance. And let's define those if you're writing it down. Dime is death. Okay. I is income. M is mortgage. And E is education for your children. So most likely, assuming we're not talking about a business continuation or buy-sell agreement, those are the things that we're trying to ensure that we have money for down the road. And so let's define those just a little bit. So when we talk about death, death is simply the cost of a funeral, the cost of your death. Now, it may be a chunk of money, but it's not an astronomical amount of money. You know, uh, I have a good friend, my attorney, uh, Song Lo, and she is Hmong. Well, they have funerals that sometimes last for several days and even a week. So they need a significant amount of money for final expenses. But even in those instances, $50,000 is probably more than enough. Uh, and for most of the rest of us who may just be plugged in the ground or maybe cremated, that could be as little as five or ten thousand dollars. So although that's a chunk of money, don't misunderstand, it's not an astronomical amount of money. Now, many older folks who have used up all of their assets and don't want to leave their kids with a bill for their funeral and their final expenses will take out 
a life insurance policy specifically for that purpose. And there are people who, who cover that, and, and those are final expense policies. And those policies are very expensive. You know, people take them out when they're 60, 70 years old, uh, depending on how long the insurance company, and they're non-medicals. They don't require a physical. And, you know, they'll pay $100, $200 a month for $5,000 worth of coverage and, and more. So they're very expensive, and they're a whenever policy. They're not a what-if between now and five or ten years. They're a whenever but for most people, death is very easily self-insured for where you actually have the money to do it and your assets can take care of it because it's not a huge amount of money. The next one is income. Income actually encompasses the next two, that being the payoff of your mortgage and the education of your children. Because if you replace your income, your income is what does that on a daily basis if you survive and don't pass away. So really, when you think about dime, death income, mortgage, and education, the one that you really want to focus on is the income, but those are the things, all of those are the things that you use in preparation or determining how much you need. Now, here's the interesting thing. If I'm replacing an income and I'm one of those people who plans to retire, once I retire and I'm no longer working, why do I need life insurance anymore? And the answer is, you probably don't. Now, there are instances where if you are one of the fortunate people who have a pension plan, you might want to do pension maximization, where you take the, the the greater amount of income as an option if you have options on your pension plan, and then you take out a life insurance policy that costs a portion of that extra money, but you still get more money per month including paying for the life insurance so that when you die, now your spouse doesn't have your pension anymore, but they have the lump sum of the life insurance. That's a different issue. But for most people, when you get to a point where your mortgage is paid off, you're not working, and your retirement income is paying for the cost of your lifestyle, your children are now educated. If they were going to go through college, they've already done it. Well, the question is, Why do I need life insurance anymore? And the answer is, for most people, you don't. So that means that rather than having a permanent whenever policy, that's uh, whole life, uh, uh, you know, any type of investment permanent life insurance, chances are you don't need that. But you do need it between now and the time that those things happen. And that represents a term need. Now, that term could be 10 years, could be 20 years, could be 30 years, but here's something that you want to write down and remember. The younger you are and the the longer you have in that span between now and the time that you have those things complete, being at retirement, having your mortgage paid off if you so choose, uh, educating your children and the cost related to it, the farther you are down the road, the more of those costs that you've already supported and sustained, the less life insurance you need because it's a shorter period of time. However, when you're young, you're 25, 30 years old, having your first child, just got your first mortgage, you are going to need life insurance and a greater amount more than you will need when you're in your mid-40s or 50s, which means that you're going to need life insurance the greatest amount at a time in your life where very possibly you have the least capacity income-wise to afford to pay for it. So that stands to reason immediately that you want 
to buy a term policy which will give you the biggest bang for your buck and chances are even if you had the money you still wouldn't want a permanent policy whenever you would only need a term policy because you are properly funding your retirement account because you are paying down your mortgage because you are your kids are 15 years old and nearing college already and you've already supported all those costs between birth and age 15 so those are some of the things you want to consider as to why you need life insurance and how long you need and hopefully you understand that for most people that represents a term need as opposed to permanent let's take another break and we're going to be talking about when we come back how much you need and how to determine that we'll be right back Hello, I'd like to talk with you about financial coaching. Traditional financial planners help you make decisions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds with money you already have. That's great, but who helps you accumulate more money in the first place? Who helps you make day-by-day life decisions? Who isn't trying to sell you something? Like, should I go back to school? Am I wasting money on insurance? How to purchase and finance a car, boat, home, lake cabin, or investment property? How to start, manage, and sell a business? It's about making minor errors that become colossal mistakes and cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. The problem is that you're so busy pursuing your career that you're forced to make critical financial decisions that have a dramatic long-term effect on your finances without adequate research or information. Rooker Financial Coaching is like having a personal CFO for every decision. Don't waste time lamenting the bad decisions of the past or money that's run through your fingertips. Stop procrastinating. Call Rooker Financial Coaching, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. Call me today, Todd Rooker, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. Hi, I'm Kimberly Nibo with the Kimberly Nibo Insurance Agency, serving the community for over 27 years. People tend to be most concerned with price. That is, of course, until something goes wrong. Then the only thing they care about is their coverage. My experience enables me to uncover every available discount. I could save you up to 40% while still offering the proper coverage for the people you care about. Call today for a free review at 763-571-6111 or email me at kim at kimnibo.com. Russell Williams Home Services is your go-to company for all your window cleaning, pressure washing, and gutter cleaning needs. Serving the greater Minneapolis metro area since 2007, we have the tools, equipment, and knowledge to properly care for your home or business. We offer competitive, transparent pricing and free on-site or online consultations. Our large workforce allows us to complete even substantial projects, such as apartments, schools, and assisted living complexes in a timely manner, often in a single day. To see our window cleaning pricing structure and a completely list of services we provide, please visit our website at cleanmywindowsnow.com or reach us by phone at 612-423-3059. Do you have enough to retire? Do you even know how much you need to retire? Great Waters Financial specializes in helping people nearing retirement get ready for their next big challenge. Great Waters Financial can help you understand how much you'll need for a comfortable retirement, how long your money will last, and what you need to do now to make sure you can retire the way you want to. You've earned a great retirement. Let the team at Great Waters Financial help you make it happen. For convenient offices in the Twin Cities, greatwatersfinancial.com. Oh, I'm hearing the smooth jazz again, and that means it's time to call in. 651-646-8255, 651-646-8255, and the hosts will answer your call live on the air. 
The Lone Ranger and Tonto. Yes. Laurel and Hardy. Oh, yes. Butch and Sundance. That's right. Turner and Hooch. Okay. Tango and Cash. Uh, all right. Starsky and Hutch. Uh, Itchy and Scratchy. Okay. Batman and Robin. Thank you. Got the idea. It's that every superhero needs a sidekick. That's why when Jason Walgrave needs help for his customers, he calls on Mike Overson at Leader One Financial. Find out how to get started on making your plan today at applywithmike.com because he's super. Laverne and Shirley. Exactly. Todd Rooker here to tell you about the most amazing jewelry store, Golden Treasures, on 805 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. I've known the owner, Todd Gimble, for almost 20 years now, and at Golden Treasures, not only do you get more for less, it's the experience that you and your special person will feel when you walk in the door. Todd truly puts his heart and soul into creating your experience, regardless of how much money you spend. This is Todd's customer-for-life philosophy. Take it from me, there really is no other jewelry store. You can't go wrong with Golden Treasures in St. Paul. 651-227-2711. That's 651-227-2711. Finding a good banker and CPA are like having a good doctor or mechanic. You cannot fully appreciate the value they represent until you're in a pinch and truly need them. However, that's not the time to go looking for one. Instead, you want to position and strategize well in advance for a favorable outcome. CPA Arliss Cleveland of Arliss Cleveland LTD is the CPA firm you've been looking for. As many of you already know, if you're looking for a great CPA, Arliss Cleveland gets my highest endorsement. Arliss Cleveland LTD has now formed a strategic relationship with Village Bank, conveniently located in the Village Bank building, located at 9298 Central Avenue North, Suite 412 Blaine, Minnesota. You can also find Arliss Cleveland LTD certified public accountants and consultants by going to accountingoffices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. That contact information again, accounting-offices.net or by simply calling 763-786-0639. What are the first three letters in the word SMART? SMA. And SMA Exteriors and Restoration has made SMART affordable since 1994. As an LP Smart Side Master Level Siding Installer, a GAF Master Elite Roofing Installer, and as an expert in installing windows made in Minnesota, made for Minnesota, you're guaranteed to make the SMART choice. Call today for your free estimate. 877-SMA-TODAY or go online to SMA2DAY.com Todd Rooker here to tell you about the most amazing jewelry store, Golden Treasures on 805 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. I've known the owner, Todd Gimble, for almost 20 years now and at Golden Treasures, not only do you get more for less, it's the experience that you and your special person will feel when you walk in the door. Todd truly puts his heart and soul into creating your experience regardless of how much money you spend. This is Todd's customer for life philosophy. Take it from me, there really is no other jewelry store. You can't go wrong with Golden Treasures in St. Paul. 651-227-2711. That's 651-227-2711. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Welcome back, everybody. So, now the question becomes, you know, if I, if I, uh, if I understand that I have a justifiable need for the life insurance in the first place, I have an insurable need. Then the question is, how much do I need? Uh, and that is an interesting question because you have to make a, a determination as to what you need and for how long, meaning a monthly income that comes into the household. So if it's 10 years, it's one number. If it's 20 years, it's another number and so on and so forth. And remember that when you take out a term policy that is 10 years versus one year, remember if I take out a, an annually renewable term insurance policy for $100,000, that's for one year. 
which means that if I'm 30 years old, when I'm 31, the cost is going to go up because as I get older, I get closer to death, right? Well, if I take out a 10 year level term, just take your, your hand and put today, I'm at this number and 10 years from now, I put another hand up and it's higher. I owe more. Well, if you take your two fingers, one at the low side, one at the high side, and then average them out, that's how much you're going to pay the whole period of time, 10 years, 20 years, or 30 years. Well, the longer the term, 20 years or 30 years, the higher the average is going to be. And you should obviously remember that if you only kept the policy for half that time, you would be overpaying for the first five years of a 10-year policy so that the premium would remain the same and the extra overpayment that you made in the first five years could then be used to keep the premium the same for the next five years thereafter. It's ironic how people say, no, no, I have, mine's the same every month. All it is is an average, folks. <laughs> So if I take out a 20 year or a 30 year or God forbid, a lifetime whenever policy, the cost per 1000, remember that term per unit is going to be higher the longer I want it from day one. That's obvious. So you have to know how much do I need and how long before it will run out. Well, if I'm going to take out a policy and I want capital preservation, so I want to get a million dollar policy and all I want to do is replace the income. Well, look, if you're going to take out a life insurance policy and you want consistent income, you can't afford to put it into the market because the market fluctuates and you need a nice, straightforward, stable income. Well, that means you're going to be putting it into instruments, investment instruments that provide you with a straight guaranteed return to support your lifestyle. By the way, it doesn't take into account inflation. But if you need that, well, let me just throw some, some numbers at you here. <laughs> if you need $60,000 a year and you don't want to use the, the, the proceeds, you just want the interest on the proceed and you want to leave the lump sum to everybody else after you die, maybe a spouse second, second uh, death. Well, guess what? It's going to take to replace $60,000 a year. If you get 3% on the money, you'll need $2 million to replace $60,000 a year and preserve the principal throughout. If you're going to be talking about capital distribution, well, then you're going to take the money the money makes and a portion of the principal every month to support the payment that needs to be made to the family, say $5,000 a month, until it runs out. And any good life insurance agent or any financial advisor can tell you precisely how long it will go before you completely run out of money doing that. And that's why you've got to have a sense of how long you need it and how much you'll need. And remember that inflation erodes the purchasing power of your money. And if you've got slightly more than a 3% inflationary rate on average over years, in 20 years, it'll take nearly twice as much to have the same lifestyle that you pay for today. And I know for most of you, that's hard to believe, but it's absolutely true. So when you figure out how much you need to replace, then you have to figure out how long you need it. And then you have to make those decisions about whether you want capital preservation or principal distribution over time, including the money that the money makes. And know that you're gonna to need to have those, those dollars upon death of that person in a conservative investment that guarantees consistent payment every single month and reasonably consistent returns. So that's that part of it. Now, the question just simply becomes, why would I even need permanent life insurance in the first place? Well, remember, if I'm a farmer 
And when my farm goes to the next generation, there might be a great big tax. And when I die, it goes to my wife. But when she dies and it goes to the next generation, if I want my family not to have to liquidate the farm to pay the tax and lose the farm, but I want them to get the farm, I need a life insurance policy that's big enough so when I die and my wife dies, it gives the money to the kids that they were used to pay the tax and that allows them to own the farm free and clear, so to speak. And I used to, I used to sell joint second to die life insurance policies and they were permanent policies because it wasn't a what if. It was a whenever it happened, we needed it. That's the difference. Why is it that most policies are sold as permanent policies more than they are term? Why is that? Because term insurance policies can't bury the numbers. What do I mean by that? I mean that you can tell me you're getting, you're giving me an 8% return and that your life insurance policy can be used to educate my kids, fund my retirement account and everything imaginable under the sun. And believe me, that's what they do. The reality is I don't care if I'm getting eight or 10% on my investment side. If I'm paying too much, double as much as I should be per unit of life insurance. And remember, most of the time they're using outdated mortality tables when people died sooner to calculate their returns rather than the mortality tables today because people are living longer and longer. So I am overpaying for that cost of life insurance, even though I put a portion in every month that includes the life insurance and the investment. Yes, you might be getting a great return. Yes, but how much you paying for the actual life insurance? Hope you enjoyed the show today, everybody. That's what you need to know. And if you want more, give us a call. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye-bye. I'd like to talk with you about financial coaching. Traditional financial planners help you make decisions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds with money you already have. That's great, but who helps you accumulate more money in the first place? Who helps you make day-by-day life decisions? Who isn't trying to sell you something? Like, should I go back to school? Am I wasting money on insurance? How to purchase and finance a car, boat, home, lake cabin, or investment property? How to start, manage, and sell a business? It's about making minor errors that become colossal mistakes and cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. The problem is that you're so busy pursuing your career that you're forced to make critical financial decisions that have a dramatic long-term effect on your finances without adequate research or information. Rooker Financial Coaching is like having a personal CFO for every decision. Don't waste time lamenting the bad decisions of the past or money that's run through your fingertips. Stop procrastinating. Call Rooker Financial Coaching, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. Call me today, Todd Rooker, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. This has been a paid program. The views expressed are not necessarily those of the management or ownership of Score North, KSTP AM 1500.